Yes, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 33 of the Deacon and Co. Show. My name is Deacon, and if you're wondering why I don't have my normal enthusiasm and excitement, I was told before the recording with my partner that my energy was too high, and that my energy was bouncing off the walls. And you're damn right, because this would not be a Deacon and Co. Show without the enthusiastic energy behind the man himself, the puppet master of me, Deacon, and... Again, welcome, Deacon and Kosha, episode 33, 6th of March, 2021. And my co-host for the day, Nay, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. A lot of big things going on in the world, a lot of big things going on today. Got some episode information coming up for you, but all that has to start with the events that happened this week or the week prior. Big shout out, Master of Puppets. 3386. They do the math on that guy's 35th anniversary, 35th birthday for puppets. We'll get into a little more about that after. Uh, and uh, Jason Newstead, 3 4, had a birthday. So, big Happy news. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. But um, with, with that being said, the situation that we had on hand with Metallica, so much to talk about more than just what happened on Wednesday. Something crazy happened, and I'm going to break it down for you guys, just so everybody can understand what exactly did happen in that situation. But first, Nate, we're going to do a quick sports update for you guys. I know I haven't been paying much attention to hockey because we have a lot of things going on in the world, but last night on Friday, the 5th of March, we had the Boston Bruins playing the Washington Capitals in Boston. Boston won that game 5-1. Ovechkin was fined 5K for a hit. On, it wasn't a hit, Nay. It wasn't a hit. We saw it. It was a spear. <laughs> he was tackling people on the ice. Good for you, Ov. He literally all has to do is put his hand out, and no one can touch him. He's a beast. He's a monster. So huge. So huge. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning lost to the Chicago Blackhawks in a shootout last night, Nay. And that is funny to say that they are in the Central Division. Tampa Bay is shouldn't be in the Central Division. Um, but We're on the East Coast. It's all messed up because of COVID. We're going to break that down for the audience in a few. Uh, Avalanche and the Ducks played in Colorado last night. 3-2 for the Avalanche. Uh, Wild and the Coyotes, 5-1 for the Wild. That was in the desert. Blues played the Kings, cooled them off a little bit. The Kings were hot. Uh, 3-2 for the Blues in overtime. Golden Knights played the Sharks in the tank. 5-4 for the Knights. Uh, today's action, 6-3 for the Rangers. Early start on the matinees, a couple of them today. Uh, not going to be able to play the Devils every single game. And I do understand that they have to play them eight Didn't times. They once? They lost twice to them. This is the fourth time that they played. they got to play four more times. So they're split right now. But four in, more times. In, yeah, but in the last two games that the, the Rangers have played versus the Devils, uh, the Rangers have outscored them 12-5 to in the two games. So maybe a little sign without the bread man that the Rangers are going to start waking up, but you're not doing anything. I don't know about that. They're unpredictable. They've never been predictable. You don't do anything until you fire Quinn, and that's just, you know, I know you say, you say I hate every coach. About every I hate every Rangers coach, and if you're a Ranger fan or a hockey fan, I'm going to tell you the only two coaches in Ranger history that I liked, and it's not the boy who won us a cup in 94, Tom Rennie. I know he wasn't the greatest Rangers coach, but he had a way with the players that fired those guys up, and uh, I really enjoyed him as a coach of the Rangers. And, of course, Tortorella. Any guy that turns around and walks into the opposing team's locker room to go to war for his player is the guy that I want as my coach. Hats off to your all-time leading American-born uh, winning head coach. Good for him. I love Torts. Now, uh, 
the Islanders played the Sabres again. Every time that we turn around, they're playing the fucking Sabres. They won again 5-2. The Islanders are in first place uh, of the East and keep playing the Sabres every game. You know, it's just one of those situations. Uh, Flyers beat the Penguins 4-3. And, uh, in and that, they wore retro jerseys that made them look like bumblebees. Yeah, those were pretty bad. Um, you know, those were pretty bad jerseys. They were, they were really, really, really disgusting uh, coloring. I, the yellow was just way too bright. And I'm a fan of, obviously, yellow jerseys. But, You're uh, a fan of retro jerseys, too. Yeah, and it's just crazy. And I'm, I'm sorry on that. I made a mistake there. The Penguins took that game 4-3 from the Flyers, not the Flyers. The other way around on that. Uh, also, one other note here that a just, uh, just ended on this one. The Panthers played the Predators, and they won 6-2 on there. So now that all the matinee games are done, the rest of the games that go on tonight nay, are the Jets and the Canadians, the Wild and the Coyotes again, the Leafs and the Canucks, CBJ, Columbus Blue Jackets are in Dallas to play the Stars, and again, the Ducks uh, and the Avalanche are going to meet again tonight, and F- Flames and the Oilers, and finally the Blues and the Kings are going to go back at it in Staples again tonight. Up now, these are the updated standings before the game started on the afternoon. Um, so what had happened is the central division consists of the Tampa Bay Lightning with 34 points, the Carolina Hurricanes with 33, uh, Florida Panthers with 32, Chicago Blackhawks with 31, Columbus Blue Jackets 25. Predators with 20, Nashville Predators, Detroit Red Wings 17, and the Dallas Stars are in the bottom of the Central Division with 16 points. Now, these are not updated after the scores that I just gave you, so this is prior to the game starting today on the matinee. East, the Islanders, like I had mentioned, are in first place in the division with the tie with the Capitals with 30 points each. Bruins are not far behind them in third with 29. Flyers with 27. Penguins with 25. And the Rangers, 21. Devils, and the Buffalo Sabres will clear it out the rest of the bottom of the East with 16 and 15 points. So uh, as you can see here, everything is really competitive, especially in this division. It's very, very close. One of the best divisions in hockey. And uh, you'll see coming up in the upcoming games of how just exactly what I've been talking about this whole time. With the con- the concept of having eight teams in the division and you're not traveling, every one of these games are going to count more because it's like baseball. When you're playing a division team in baseball, you don't just gain a half a game, you gain a full game. So now if you could keep the team that you're playing with or playing against rather at a standstill and not allowing them to get to overtime day then you have a chance to gain ground and move ground. But when you lose games, it really, really hurts you now, especially in a shortened season or whatnot. But looking forward to seeing what happens later on with that. North standings, Toronto, and this is all Canada teams, guys. North, Toronto's way ahead of everybody. I'm not going to say way ahead, but 38. Tampa Bay is the closest next with 34. But Toronto with 38. Winnipeg Jets with 31. Edmonton Oilers with 28. Montreal is going to be in fourth place with 26. Then we're going to have the Calgary Flames, 24, Vancouver, 22 points. And this one's a short one, seven teams in Canada, so 17 for Ottawa. They're in the bottom of the basement. Ottawa is just a terrible team, and they, uh, you know, it's to see them constantly from what they were, uh, you know, in that powerhouse of the 2000s or the beginning stages of the 2000s, to see them go to shit basically now and not drafting and not doing the right things, trading this one, that one, but... 17, that's where they deserve They deserve to be in the basement. Finally, West. Vegas is leading the West, 31 points. The Blues are right behind them with 30. Avalanche sitting in the three spot with 27 points, tied with the Wild. 
Kings 23, Coyotes 23, Sharks and the Ducks are going to end it out. Now, when are you? this is a new trend that we're not used to seeing the Sharks and the Ducks not make the playoffs. But this is now, everyone's getting old. Well, boys well, are leaving. Yeah, people come, people go. So, rebuilding process for both of those teams. Like, but Just like football. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun to see what happens in the later stages of the season and what goes on if everybody can stay healthy with COVID and whatnot. So, we'll take it from there one day at a time. Quick Canelo Alvarez update. Last week, guys, we told you that Avni Yildrim was going to fight Canelo Alvarez. And, Nay, did they fight? No. Because that seemed like Canelo just knocked him out and they stopped the fight after three rounds. So the importance of us bringing this up, because I know you mentioned that maybe 3% of the audience gives a shit about boxing. But think about it from this perspective has is this guy wants to fight every three to every three months or whatever and that's great for the sport of boxing because we don't have those heavyweights yeah we don't have those heavyweights or those good fighters anymore like we used to have with tyson and all those other great you know guys in that era but that's the golden era of boxing we're not talking about it but will we see a canelo triple g third fight in may because that's what this is this is leaning toward like now you just think so you're toying with people why wouldn't you i I mean they've been in talks with it first fight triple g1 i mean they make a shit ton of money by putting up fights like that yeah 100 percent. and you know how big of a fight that is for everyone as a fan of boxing you should be seeing that but first fight triple g1 they gave him the draw second fight triple g1 they gave the win to canelo so if triple g fights this fight and wins this fight Nobody is the better fighter at this point. Triple G is older, I get it, but Triple G handled Canelo no like no one I've ever seen besides Mayweather. And that was young in Canelo's career where there was no shot that he was beating Mayweather and you saw it. So now we're thinking about it from the perspective here, do you have a Canelo versus Triple G four if Triple G fights this fight in May and beats him? Because there's gonna be titles that are gonna be exchanged and Triple G is gonna win those titles. If he beats Canelo? I think it goes back and forth. Yeah, well... I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Either way, they're making money. Oh, yeah, definitely. And good entertainment. Either way, it's, it's a match that people want to see, so why wouldn't they go back and forth with it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of those perspectives here that, uh, you know, all boxing fans want to see the best fights possible, and we did not see that last week. Well, we really don't have anybody. Exactly. I mean, definitely. every fight seems to be getting weaker and weaker. Yeah, yeah. Or closer to a draw or closer to like one person with one thing above the other person. Yeah. No one's knocking anybody out really anymore. The, out of the big names, yeah. The undercards, they knock people out because we don't know who those guys are. And they don't know who they are either. They don't know either. But we will see what happens in the upcoming future with boxing. Of course, we will keep you guys posted on Deacon & Co. show here. As I mentioned earlier, it's a big day of some crazy stuff that happened. Well, not really today per se, but... Back in uh, a couple weeks back prior, um, didn't know about this, and this is why I'm bringing it up to everyone's attention now because it is such a huge deal about this. But before I get into that, I just want to say, guys, do us a favor and follow us on the majors of social, Instagram and Twitter, both Deacon and Kosho. Any questions, concerns, problems, disagreements, starting fights, anything you want to talk about, deaconandkoshow.gmail.com. Be more than happy to answer and address any of your problems, concerns. Topic number one, nay, or topic number two, rather, I'm sorry. Metallica's issue with BlizzCon. Now, this is a big thing. And I just want to make a known point here now that uh, we're going to talk about this briefly because a lot of people don't understand exactly what particularly happened. If you don't understand what happened, then good thing you're listening to the Deacon & Co. show because I'm going to break it down. But 
big well, shout why don't we say that what happened what actually happened i will but before i do that i just want to say a big shout out to my buddy brandon from metallicast uh as usual i always get a lot of information from him when i am not sure about things and he has a phenomenal explanation and breakdown on his show and his opinions and whatnot and it was funny because Brandon started calling out some of the people and that's something that I would do and I would just go on these pages now that I'm listening and I just turn around and if anybody says anything negative about Metallica then you know I chime in with my little input but he directly called these people out from their handles and I thought it was great so hats off to you Brandon but Twitch it was having a situation where Metallica was asked to perform at BlizzCon. It's a video game convention, and this was on the 19th of February. So they performed For Whom the Bell Tolls. Ten seconds of For Whom the Bell Tolls was bleeped out, and we heard RPG video game background music. So it was... That's all you heard instead of hearing... 10 seconds. So just imagine hearing For Whom the Bell Tolls, and then inserted in there was this little video game situation. Boop, 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 boop. So, censorship of music. Now, the copyright infra infraction and the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which was started and founded by the issues with Lars, is the reason why everyone is hating on Metallica. Metallica's own music... Over it by now. Everyone on there is um, having issues with the copyright situation. Now, Big Band Joe, guest from a couple weeks ago, told us a story that had the same problem happen to him. He went to go put out his single, and they would not allow him to publish the single, saying that it was copyright. But every single time that he would try to go and re-submit to the computers, they kept telling him that he copyrighted. He did not copyright. And I'm sure... That there was some type of glitch, obviously, but Metallica did not copyright their own song. So, to me, um, everybody who is a hater could shut the fuck up about the paid situation that happened with, Mas uh, with Napster. And this is a subject that you are very familiar with, especially when it comes to like the, the whole, you know what you can and what you cannot say and do and all that stuff because you, my friend, are a professional of professionals. So why don't you tell the, the audience a little bit of what the, your thoughts are on this whole situation because you know I still buy CDs and it bothers you and I, and I, I pay for my music. So I know people who've actually had the cops knock on their door and hand a fine. They weren't cops, they were marshals or whatever they were and they handed them the fine and they, they got pricey. But why are you now hating that if Metallica didn't do this, this wouldn't have happened to them on that? It was it was a glitch error. They got censored. Okay, your thoughts? Well, it's not it's not all the way back from the Napster days. I mean, that was completely different. Napster, yes, Napster was they sued because everyone was illegally downloading their full songs. Correct. DMCA, Digital Millennium yes, Copyright Act was founded in 98. 99 was when Napster and that whole stuff happened. Well, who yeah. who founded this DMCA? All the, all the record labels. Lars. Lars was the first person to get on board with this and do well, this. he might be the first music person, but that yes, doesn't correct. mean that he was the first. All the labels were trying to figure out how to, how do to stop people from buying, not buying, but correct. illegally downloading music because... 
during the time where we were teenagers. That's all we did to capture music. But that didn't mean it really hurt, in my opinion, the record label. Because if you downloaded a song, you wanted to hear a sample of the song you wanted that one single. We were still going out and buying the whole album so it really didn't hurt the record label at the end of the day yeah now there's too many ways to do this there's so many different avenues that you can go and download music or put music to video without owning the copyrighted um music that you're playing with so the in the world of tiktoks and instagram reels they're technically using music that is already being served most likely by the record label through a third-party app like a Spotify or something along those lines so that this way the record label and the artist are still somehow getting paid for the license of the song. So that's one thing. But then the, going back to the fact that um, all this copyrighted music and pulling things, all of our social media platforms has this capability because... Record labels want to get paid at the end of the day, and artists want to get paid at the end of the day, which is their prerogative. They should be. They're, they're performing for us. Yep. They want to make money. People want to be famous. The whole nine yards, right? Correct. But because they created these tools to pull down songs off of platforms to make it not free anymore for like the worlds of the YouTubes and the Facebooks of the land, Yeah. they have computers who are quote-unquote listening in on your video to pull music once it's copyrighted so we had that for my current employer we put a song out we didn't even think that it was going to be pulled because the artist that was playing was a very independent label we didn't think that it was going to be pulled we actually thought a song that we didn't have um permission to use in our program that was going to be pulled instead but that didn't crazy so um, all it took was less than 15 seconds of a song, yep. and our live video was pulled off of air, and Lucky Me got to watch that solo for mm-hmm. the remainder of the program while everyone else was kicked off. Crazy. And it's easy, I mean, it's easy to get, I shouldn't say it's easy to get approval, but when you have relationships with the artists, it's easy to get pre-approval yeah. for what you're going to put on. So what happened with Twitch and Metallica is literally someone's fault. It's someone who wasn't thinking that there's the song was going to be pulled because Metallica was involved, but Twitch's property decided, oh, I know this song. I don't know that this is Metallica because it's a computer. They don't know that it's live. So The it, computer should know only one band. That's what they should know. In your eyes, they should only know one band. <laughs> Moving but on. in in the eyes of the world, they know every music of every song that's ever been publicated, especially through a major label. So what happened is Twitch's computer said, oh, this is copyrighted. Why is someone playing this? And pulled it, and they must have known right away that that was going to happen, and they put in something quick yeah. to substitute the pulled music. So, at the end of the day, it's someone's fault for not saying, oh, this Twitch page has access to Metallica songs because we're performing live on it. Um, That would have been an easier fix than to disturb the whole performance. But, you know, things happen in the day and age that we worked in, and everything's run by computers. So, nothing's perfect. It's not like 
not like television. Definitely. Uh, I have a question. I have a question for you, but I just want to say to address the haters out there, and not so much the haters, but something that happened 20 years ago with Napster is 20 years ago. It's, it's time to move well, on. I mean, it's definitely changed our the way our lives are. Yeah. I mean, I, I that agree. whole lawsuit changed. I mean, it didn't change LimeWire right away. Or well, they still Zao sizzle or that. Or some of those other file-sharing platforms. Yeah, and <laughs> all those file-sharing platforms didn't completely shut down because of it. Because there's other other files that you Napster's want still around, to, too. They're just well, not. Well, Napster's <laughs> still around, but it's. It's like streaming on Spotify, and it, they just didn't, they weren't in the right place at the right time, to be honest with you, to do that because in their day and age, they were giving things away for free, so people expected that. Yeah, definitely. So to, to live, have Napster be a successful platform now, and they would have to rebrand and be come out as this brand new cool thing or come out as something different. Yeah, and I don't know how many people would like to consider them cool, especially the ones that got slapped on the you know, the wrist that got away with it, but the people that did not that yeah. had to pay fines, you know. It's it's a big rabbit hole that you could go down on because there's still people pulling things illegally yeah. and pirating. It's just harder to do so unless you know how to Yeah be you know radio some, pirates some they're everywhere radio not just radio yeah you can freaking pirate anything television shows movies yeah definitely every, everything and everything so now let me ask you this question uh with the current situation that we have with music and whatnot i used to get excited to have singles and whatnot like can you still buy singles do you know that like yeah you download a single but just download you can't have the actual disc or whatever right i mean i'm sure it's they're still producing CDs, but mm. not at a, a larger quantity. You can still down because most people download. No one's, no, I wouldn't say no one, but most people don't have a hard disk anymore because all everything that you do is digital. So it's yeah, on yeah. your phone, it's on your television, it's on your Roku, it's on your Amazon Fire. Yeah, there's nine thousand ways to obtain music and to listen to it. So it's really up to the consumer and how they want to download music i wouldn't say that you could buy a single on a cd anymore actually most people now go backwards and buy record labels yeah just buy to, actual records just to have yeah definitely because, i mean we all know that the sound quality that we get digitally and the sound quality that we get on a cd is different than the sound quality that we get on our actual record oh yeah definitely and uh there are certain albums that should only be listened to on vinyl uh we can go into that on a different topic but i mean that's another rabbit hole that another, we could go yeah. down because a lot of artists now prefer to put their stuff on an actual record yeah because it sounds better it the just, quality the quality sounds better yeah, definitely with that speaking of pirates i wanted to just say that we, it'd be, know one. we do know one and uh we if you haven't checked them out yet uh, it's not a download pirate. He's though. not a download pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Johnson, comedy. Uh, you can get him at Roadside Phil. And I have all the information on our page in regards to uh, his music and whatnot. But tonight he is doing a show at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Because he had a birthday this week, too. That's right. The second was his birthday and uh, also everyone else who had a birthday this week. Happy birthday to you. Uh, but I wanted to uh, just make sure that you guys know that he is doing the show tonight. So if you guys want to check it out, I saw it last night. And it was funny because he's like, hi, Deacon. So I was like, I was waving and stuff. But it was really 
funny last night. Tonight was tonight is going to be the portion where he does his singing and his music. So if you guys get a chance to check that out, definitely do that. Uh, recap, Nay, of what happened to Colbert before I give everybody the big news about what we got going on. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Wednesday was Master of Puppets' 35th birthday. And I slept through it. <laughs> well, I tried to sleep through it. I got someone yelling at the television top, top. at almost midnight at night. Because no, it was it was uh, twelve twenty nine when they yeah, went on. Yeah, I'm sure because I uh, I've experienced Colbert before. Yep. And uh, yeah, someone was yelling at TV because they did not play Master of Puppets on the Master of Puppets anniversary. So you get um, battery Master of Puppets, the thing that should not be. Welcome Home Sanitarium, Disposable Heroes, Leper Messiah, Orion, Damage Incorporated. So, not only did you not play Master of Puppets, they cut out the whole introduction to Battery. I know, take a deep breath, okay? The audience feels my frustration. No, I don't know that they do. <laughs> they do, because... Not they, everyone. They, they, the audience Not knows. everyone. They know. I, I don't feel your frustration. <laughs> Uh, still spot on performance. They still were great. Still sounded great. The only problem I had was that you cut off the beginning of Battery. If you're going to not play Master of Puppets on the 35th anniversary of Master of Puppets, which, in my opinion, no matter what the circumstance was, should have been approved by the networks. Uh, Colbert should have got it approved to have them play in the it's time not spot. His decision. It should be. It's, it's his network. fucking show. It's a network decision. I guess the sure. ne- I guess the network didn't want people chopping their breakfast on a mirror when they were singing it. So I don't know. I, I, I don't guess know that's that they listened to that closely. Maybe it was a Metallica decision that they didn't want to play that song. Who well, knows? well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them. And You're gonna I, ask them. I'm gonna ask them in October because my big news is coming now. Last night after the show that I watched, as I just mentioned. Uh, Phil, not uh, of the late show. Although not of the we late did show. Watch that again, and we probably will watch it at least six more times before the end of the year. So, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give you a pound for that. I don't call out air pounds, but good job on that because that made me laugh. Um, the situation here last night, I just uh, got- we just happened to find out because. A good old Nadine just decided to omit information that she sees things happening. Yes. And so he decided to use my laptop. So thank you, Phil, for having your show last night because... Um, I wouldn't have known about this. He would have never went on my laptop because he doesn't go on Metallica.com unless it says shop. And that is probably <laughs> the only part of the website he goes on. So thank you, Metallica, and thank you, Phil Johnson, for mm-hmm. allowing this man to find out that there is a festival in October. And apparently someone made the decision, and it was not an executive decision, although it was a we mm-hmm. decision, that we are going October 9th? No, I will give the dates for this. But it, it is an executive decision. It was not an executive I had decision. To, I had to do what it was, was best deacon, for the team. No, it was a deacon <laughs> decision and said, nay, you're coming along for the ride. And I said, I guess I have to. October 7th, 8th, and 9th. So I was and 10th, it says. But I don't see anything for the 10th here. I don't really so know. So I wasn't wrong. It's you were close. It's not the day that we're going. That's right. And... um. With this festival of, of Aftershock, it's in Sacramento, so yes, I'm going home. Yes, I'm so excited, and this is honestly the first time that we have actually got to go to California together, so it's going to be great. Uh, on this 
the little festival that I got going on, just a couple of names on here. Rancid, Volbeat, Seether, uh, La, Live, Skillet, Suicidal Tendencies, Avatar, Pop Evil, Butch Babies, Des Rocks, Aaron Jones, Crobot, Cleopatra, Ego Kill Talent, Crownlands, Unix, Contra Cult Collective, uh, My Chemical Romance, The Offspring, Machine Gun Kelly, Gojira, and then it has a couple of question marks, like an undisclosed artist, but it's Limbiscuit. Uh, I think the second day is more my speed than the first day. Definitely. Anthrax, Kill Switch Engaged, uh, Asking Alexandria, Body Count, Bad Flower, Thursday, L7, Bones UK, South of Eden, The Black Moods, Another Day Dawns, American Teeth. Social Distortion, Rise Against, Mastodon, Pennywise, The Pretty Reckless, Black Veal Brides, Steel Panther. Black Veal Brides. Yeah. They haven't been around for a while. Steel Panther. Big shout out to them because they got that on Impractical Joker's Punishment. And now look, they're booking tours. Look at this. They were around before. I know. I'm being funny, but nobody know who Steel Panther is. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. If they live on the East Coast, they know who they are. If they live on the West Coast, they know who they are. Yellow Wolf. uh, Granson. From Ashes to New, Alien Weaponry, Law, The Blue Stones, The Contortionist. High Power, Creeper, and The Cold Stairs. Metallica headlining two of the three nights. Uh, My Chemical Romance got the middle frame. So, with that being said, I have not, and I've come on air, and I've said it many times, and I've not risked our safety, and I have not wanted to go to a game, and, uh, you know, not going to see a game uh, until this whole situation dies down. So now... COVID is what he's talking about. With COVID. on board. With so, what normally says. so with this whole situation with COVID, I uh, have made the decision that being outside, I, it may not be as it may not be safe because you might have more people or what the situation is. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think hopefully by October that we'll be in a situation where we can enjoy these things once again. Also, want to yeah. Also wanted to bring up that Metallica's All Within My Hands Foundation donated seventy five k to storm relief of hunger for the people of texas so thank you guys for all that you do for all the people with the all within my hands foundation i will always support you guys because i love the idea of giving back to the community and i love you guys um genius of the week nay this is a good one i was so so excited to tell everyone about this one, okay? This is a recent story. It happened, and uh, I'm not going to drop the name of where it is or where I found it from, but this is a true story. So if you go on Google, just type in, is Deacon lying? And it'll come up and say, no, this is a true story. (laughs) I'm glad you thought that was funny. Richmond, Virginia, Airbnb. These are popular now in our times, right? They've been popular for a while. Mm -hmm. Our times have been very elongated. Behind the vent in one of the rooms is a hidden room where people are watching people fornicate or whatever you're doing. They're just spying on you while you're in these rooms at an Airbnb. And they were caught. They were caught. Somebody felt like there was somebody creeping around in the back room, and there was, and the cops busted in and found this here. And again, this was in Richmond, Virginia. So my genius of the week is to the person... Don't get caught. Well, I guess you could say that, but I didn't want to say that. But no, it's pretty creepy to have that. I mean, there's a lot of movies out there that are really creepy about hotels and stuff like that. I don't. I would rather stay in a hotel than a motel because of some of those reasons. But sometimes they do have some nice motels. They really do. 
I love that the word that you chose to use is fornicating. What did you want me to say? That they were They were mating? having sex? Well, I was trying to be a little professional. I cut the ums back this week since there's been complaints on my counterpart. <laughs> so, thanks for that. Uh, see? Look at that. Genius of the week there is one of those topics where somebody just... you know, you know If you're going to do something like this, just think it through. You know, if you're going to be a criminal and you're going to act like a criminal... You got to think through every single stage of what the fuck you're doing because these, these people didn't think about it. You know? Really. They didn't, they didn't w- think about it. I won't it. say what I, I'm thinking. No, no, please, 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 no. please. No. You, you can't do no, that to because, the audience. No, because if you think like criminal, then you're going to get caught. Oh, okay, good. Good job. I like that. <laughs> you watch enough of those shows to know. Nay, uh, rapid number one here this week, uh, Golden Globes, all right? Andra Day won the Golden Globe for United States versus Billie Holiday. Definitely want to check this out with you. I'm a big Billy Holiday fan. The reason well, I'm a big on today fan. Well, yeah, that song Rise Up. That's on everything. Yeah, she's good. I love her too. Um, the The crazy thing about this is, is the reason I bring this up is because there was a huge controversy at the Golden Globes where the people, from my understanding, there were 38 journalists who are the ones that pick certain categories or certain topics or I mean, uh, certain winners or whatever the situation is. 38 of them but not one African-American. So this was a controversy a couple weeks ago when they were talking about this. I wanted to bring it up because I didn't have time to address it last week. But when is enough enough? If If you're in the society that we're in today, you have to understand now that everybody is an equal. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter what religion you believe in. It doesn't matter even if you take a shower for once a month. You might smell really bad, but you are still a person. You are still a human being. We're in a hypersensitive society. I'm not saying that people shouldn't feel the way that they feel, but you can't take away history, in my opinion. Like, this week, the whole thing with Dr. Seuss and not selling three of his books because they were ra- they're considered racist in 2021, but when they were written, they weren't considered racist. Everything yeah. is... The, there was just something on today on Twitter that said Pepe Le Pew and another character from Looney Tunes are portrayed as rapists. Like, we live in a world where where you one person sees things, saw something as that action item, and I'm not, I'm not saying that obviously being raped I've never experienced and don't hope to God that I never do in my life, and it's a horrible thing that happens to both men and women, but like, we can't analyze every single thing that we've ever created in our time, in our life, and then take it away from people. I mean, yeah. I get it for age restrictions. I get you may, some things make sense for adults versus some things make sense for children. You yeah. want to protect children from being subjective to certain things. And that's a whole nother conversation and tangent that could go on for it. Hours. hours and days and it should be a conversation that's ongoing because you know we want to protect children from seeing things and we want them to live their childhood right and we want them to grow up and be educated but at different times in their life but in this world where we're so hypersensitive about race and about about different items genderization genders. yeah it's it's getting mr it's potato head there's yep. no mrs potato head we like, spoke i understand all these things can hurt and affect someone 
but I think at the same time, we just have to, like, stop analyzing everything we've ever seen in our life. Like, just enjoy the moment. Yeah. And well, enjoy the content. Like, if you don't like something, you have every right to speak your mind and say you don't like something. Yeah. But don't start pulling it off the air or put it, pulling it off the shelves because people feel that way. You have every right to feel that way. Yep. And I have every right to feel the way that I do with my opinions. And we have every right to create this podcast and to speak our opinions because we live in a world and we live in a country that allows us to do that. But to become super sensitive about every little thing makes the world even more I don't even know what the right world is. Just hostile and and, ho- and on not edge. Just hostile, just separated. Yeah, more and it's not apart. fair. I agree with you 100 percent there. And the reason I brought that as a rapid is because it bothered me that there was no African American panels on here. Why? Why do you well, have to bring that up? I think. Well, why, why does it have to be brought up? But it's it's not. It isn't. It isn't about that, right? You should. If you're having a panel, it should be a panel of people of uh, among your peers who can professionally rate. Uh, the Golden Globes. I also think award shows are, are a waste of time at times because it's just like, it's not the same anymore. It's not. It's and Fan ev- favorites. And everyone has their own opinion and, and there's so many different pieces of content that you watch now that it's it's too hard to just be like, oh, the Emmys, oh, the Grammys. Like, yeah. the music comes from all different areas. Art comes from all different forms. And, yep. uh, and I think you... You can win awards and you should win awards and it, it's a way to praise people and be celebrated. I'm not saying that should never happen, but I think that we got to a point where it's not exciting. Yeah, it's anymore. definitely not. And and in the same concept as, you know, uh, just getting back to finish this quickly. Why even bring the situation up well, when you offended. it is offenseful even to me you should have every you know at least I shouldn't say like every single race and then they all have a hundred million fucking well, I mean, people on the panel. We but you, live in America so every race should be represented. Yeah, exactly and that's the point I'm trying to make with that and that's it and it bothered me too and you know what I, I wish things would change in the country because like I had mentioned many many times I don't think it will. I don't see color you know I mean unless you're an Islander fan I do not see colors no I think you smell it I smell them fish sticks. But yes, uh, next topic. Tomorrow night's NBA All-Star Game is going down with all of the uh, specialness of the weekend in one night. Three-point shooting competition, then the uh, slam dunk contest at halftime. And also known as Nadine's Snooze Fest. <laughs> yeah, Nadine's Snooze Fest. And uh, the reason I brought this up because I did bring it up a couple weeks ago when they should be resting and getting these players. The Lakers don't play again until the 12th. That's six days away. So it's a little bit of a rest for them because they they haven't played since Wednesday. So uh, getting rest is what I think players should do now instead of having an all-star game. But who am I to say this, right? Well, they've always had all-star break in every sport. Well, I don't think they're doing it with hockey. So and that's a good thing. And I don't think they did it with baseball. So, uh, you know, last season or whatnot. But uh, the starters... Uh, for Team LeBron, it's going to be Team LeBron versus Team Durant. It's going to be uh, the obviously LeBron James from the Lakers, uh, Nikola Jokic, the Joker from Denver Nuggets, Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks, Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors, and from the Clips, Kawhi Leonard is going to start. On Kevin Durant's team, uh, Kyrie Irving from Brooklyn, obviously Durant's from Brooklyn, Bradley Beal from Washington, Joel Embiid from Philly, and Giannis is from the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Nay, Kobe Bryant MVP award. Two important discussions that they said. First thing is, is they changed the name to whoever wins the all-star MVP is now it's the MVP. It's the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Okay. Who gets it? LeBron or Durant? Is it's going to be a starter, and and, and it's going to take. Uh, well, well, you know, it it will. I think it's I think it's poor placement. Yeah, I think you use his name in the championship, I think versus the NBA All Star, where the All Star game is kind of a joke. It's just a free for all. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to call it a joke because I mean it's entertainment for people who enjoy it. To me, it's a joke. I'm gonna tell you like this: the hockey skills competition is the best skills competition better than the dunks better than the three-point shooting and football and baseball are just a joke when it comes to the all-star game but baseball it means more because whoever wins that all-star game gets home field so they need to play that game because exactly what you just said it's a joke it's it's a fucking it's, it's, it's just for fun it's meet me at seven o'clock on the green so i can get a sprinkler like happy gilmore did you know that that's it's what it is it's a, it's a jerk off move so with that being said, I, I liked what they did with that, but now the all-star thing is, and, and Kyrie mentioned this, and I'm going to take a direct uh, you know, a quote from him because he's the one who mentioned this. Um, why not move Kobe to where Jerry West is on the NBA logo? So when you wear your NBA jerseys, that little guy on the jersey in the red, white, and blue, that's Jerry West, who was the one who, with him and Mitch Kupchak, drafted Kobe. Why not? He's got no problem with it. Definitely do it. Have a little mamba on the side of your jersey. I would love it. Cool. Yeah. I think that's a great way to honor him. That Yeah. And I mean, even Jerry West, too. Legend. Love Jerry West. So much you did for my organization and so much that you still do. He's got no problem with it. He was his mentor. I, I think it's a good move that they do there. Just hurry up and get this COVID stuff done so we can all be safe and go back to seeing Kobe's statue. Oh, wait. They didn't do it yet. <laughs> Sorry. They're waiting for us. I need to see the statue put up. He needs one next to Shaq. Rapid number three, Nay. PlayStation getting rid of movies and shows. They're taking a hit because of all of these streaming services. See what I did with this episode today? We've got everything coordinated. Your thoughts on this? Overpriced anyway for me, but... My opinion? On PlayStation. Well, I mean, it's like cable. Cable should get rid of them too. Mm. At the end of the day, who's really buying movies <sighs> when you have so X amount of streaming services and whoever has a movie already owns the movie that they want i mean at this point in the game yeah they're pulling it from everything so every every major movie production company or that's not the right word but you know what i mean every the paramounts the universals the, the networks stuff, the, well networks would be television but you know what I'm saying. The production companies, the studios. The studios. Okay. Each of the different studios owns... They're all conglomerates now. They're all part of broadcasts as yeah. well as movies. So they all tie as well as television shows. Yeah. I only so want... So they all tie in together. So it really depends on what you're looking for at yeah. this point. So I don't think it matters that PlayStation's pulling movies and... and music off of their their network because they're probably not making money off of it and they're probably wasting money storing those assets on their server definitely i um agree with the whole situation of them getting rid of it because they're probably losing money and stuff off of it or whatnot but the thing is with me is what you were saying about the studios and whatnot guys cable is gone that's it. We all know this. It was coming. Uh, it's been. Oh, it's been coming for. I mean, they've been talking about this streaming idea for years. And I mean, Netflix, I've right? Been, First. Uh, they've been talking about that since I graduated college, which we won't say how long ago that was at this point. But 
Um, they've been talking about it for at least a decade, and it's finally come to fruition. Yeah. And the streaming service, as great as it is, the cable companies, I don't know if that will ever die, because until they are only putting the content that is active, like that they're not supplying to the cable companies just on their platforms, there's still a reason for people to buy into cable. In a certain sense, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was mentioning earlier, and I didn't want to cut your train of thought off, but I only watched, as you know, a handful of channels. So now the things that I used to love to watch, like for instance, Comedy Central, they took off The Office and they took off Daniel Tosh. So, not that I watch The Office, but now, what do you, you have to now find a way for them to supplement that, because that they, space. that's a lot, because they put the Tosh and they put The Office on a lot. So now we get to watch the whole series of Chappelle's show every day, all three seasons. But that's only for until... They that, find something that, new. Or that contract runs out. Exactly. Because <laughs> Dave Chappelle pulled himself off of Netflix and then put himself back on Netflix when he was getting paid appropriately for yeah. his content, which I don't blame him for. How but can you blame him? The, the guy's I yelling. Don't, he's, I don't. No, I'm saying like you, you guys yelling. I'm rich, bitch. In the show, he doesn't need any more money, right? <laughs> well, that's the old show. That's not the new show. But um, but I'm that rich. is hurting. That's hurting. Even Netflix may not be a thing. Yeah. To be honest with you, if everyone's pulling their stuff, like The Office or Friends, off of other par- third party streaming services, whether it's cable or whether it's Netflix then, you know, it's a different world. Final thoughts on this topic here. Ready? This is the reason why I buy CDs and DVDs. Just leaving it at that. Just leaving it at that. Yeah, Thank you. that's not good. Thank I you. I don't like that. I don't like that process either because then you have to actually physically... Own it get and up. get up and move and it. Yeah, move you don't it. like that. Let I me just like let me just I pop like a, button. a button. That's I it. I like buttons. I like convenience. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a digital girl. That's it. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. That's gonna wrap it up for us today, guys. Upcoming on the Deacon and Co show, we have two big guests coming up the next two weeks. First one coming up on Wednesday is my dear friend Curtis Elton of Listen, 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 and. This guy is funny. Let me tell you, he is a comedian coming on. He will have you guys pissing your pants. He does voiceovers. If you get a chance to check out his podcast as well, you guys are going to love it. I'm telling you, he'll be with us on Wednesday. Maybe going to hear a leprechaun voice. Not sure, but he does do a lot of voices. So if you guys think my voiceovers are funny, you wait till you hear this guy. And the following week on the Deacon and Co. show, we are going to have my dear friend, who is the lead singer of Acid Rain. And he also hosts the Talking Bullocks and the official Motorhead podcast. He's going to come on with us. He's from the UK. Definitely going to be fun and can't wait to chat with him about the godfather of heavy metal, Lemmy. Because I'm not just Metallica, bro. You guys know that I know about Lemmy. And also, guys, if you get a chance to follow us on the majors, as I mentioned earlier, Deacon and Co Show, gmail.com if you need to email us. But for now, Deacon and they are out.